If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last self-sewn. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Self-Sewn Wardrobe podcast and live broadcast. I am your host, Mallory Donahue, and if you're listening to this via podcast, just remember that we have an awesome Facebook group called the Self-Sewn Wardrobe, and it's a fabulous place to be, so uh, check it out. Hey, Betsy and Kate and Riley. Sorry I'm a little late. I had to reset my internet. Hi, Sandy. And uh, this morning... We're going to talk about leggings. Melissa says, happy Monday. It is indeed Monday. (laughs) Hey, Kim. Uh, And actually, my Monday is going really well um, so far. Oh, Beverly says she's making pancakes for a sleepover. I would would like that. I would like someone to make me pancakes. I can't complain, though. My husband literally does, like, make me pancakes quite often. Uh, <laughs> all right. Hey, Lonnie. So today is the first day uh, since leggings class was launched, and we were a little late um, because our uh, video server kept, uh, we, you know, we upload these videos to Vimeo for you all to watch privately uh, who've paid for the class, and it was, like, not um, not working for us, and then I uh, upgraded. I had to upgrade our storage, and it it just really increase the speed. So anyway, <laughs> um, there you go. But yeah, it the throughout this whole online class, the the leggings class in particular, it is just it's a lot of work, guys. You know, um, filming the videos, setting up to film every day, and uh, and and editing it. it takes hours and hours and hours. And then you know we got to pay for the hosting and and we worked really hard and I'm very proud of it. And a lot of people, even though we just released it yesterday, I've made their leggings, so it makes me very happy. I'm happy to share it all with you. But I think I am gonna maybe write a little blog post about like what it takes for us to do this online class because I think it's interesting. I think it's a uh, I think that maybe people would like to hear a little bit about the process. So, uh, he- hello, Jennifer, and uh, Jennifer with the camel duck leggings, and then other Jennifer, Jennifer Wilson. <laughs> Just so you all know, I'm saying hello to you individually. Good to have you all here. And yeah, so um, <laughs> we we are we, our leggings class is published, and Jay she goes by Jay in the group, but I think her name's Janet. Okay. Hey, Ashley, she says she's in North Carolina today. She normally lives with me in Columbia. Uh, um, Jay finished some leggings last night. She's in New Zealand. Sometimes the sometimes the um, Australian New Zealand people get things like a little earlier or later, you know, than uh, people over here in this hemisphere. So that was exciting to see. And then we have a controversial pair of leggings <laughs> that got posted. And those were by Jennifer. And so, um, we, I want to talk a little bit about Jennifer's leggings and she posted them and she was saying they weren't very good advertising because they didn't fit perfectly. Um, but she also, it started a really good conversation. So Jennifer was a little worried 
that she had a camel toe in her leggings. And if the word or term camel toe um, <laughs> has uh, offends you, then definitely don't join the group because we are going to be talking about crotches and hoo-hahs and all sorts of things, I have a feeling, with these leggings. So Jennifer, Jennifer was wrong. She didn't have a camel toe. It wasn't kind of like the leggings weren't splitting her upper midline. But it was, the leggings were sort of defining her groin area, okay? So um, what mom and I have said, and what a, a, other people have observed too, is Jennifer, we think your front and back rise that you chose uh, to to do for these leggings um, when you finally sewed up the waistband is too short. And in the class, we have you put like a book or a ruler or a yoga block between your legs, okay? And then you measure up from there to the point that is the waist that you have defined. You've defined where you want your waist. You can have your waist right up under your boobs. You can have your waist at your natural waist. Jennifer looked like she was putting hers a little lower. And you need to decide that and then measure to that point, okay? And then you draft your leggings accordingly, according to our instructions. And Jennifer, we think you might have gone a little short. And you said something about cutting some rise off, and I'm not sure exactly what you did there. But, um... I, uh, you know, if you cut that too short and then you try to pull them up to where you want them, you're going to get that, whoop, you know, that, oh, there's leggings fabric up in my groin area, up in my crotch, like in your hip flexor, you know, area in that joint there. So we don't want that. And that's part of, um, what, what is so cool about these leggings, like since you get to define that area. The other thing is, don't be surprised. This is something that mom was texting me this morning. Don't be surprised if your leggings look very different, okay, uh, than a ready-to-wear legging like looks when it's off your body, okay? It could look very different, okay? Uh, Sam's leggings were like way high in the back and like shorter in front and it's because she got a long butt crack and that's where she wanted her um, <laughs> her waist to be, okay? And you also need to make sure that your fabric is substantial enough and that you don't have that, uh, you, that you've got some stretch going north to south too. This does, your fabric does need to be an always stretch. And Jennifer says, my rise was crazy high at first and the foot issue was the same. Fit, oh, <laughs> I was like, foot, like as in camel toe. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so we gave Jennifer some advice on her leggings. And I think that we'll be able to publish some blog posts, maybe with a few case studies like this. But um, somebody mentioned, they said, you know, this is why leggings should not be worn as pants because they're so very close fitting. And this person said, I think you should wear clothing that covers up your crotch when you are wearing leggings. And that's all a matter of personal opinion. I'm personally wearing a pair of leggings right now as pants, and they are my maternity leggings that I've talked about in other live broadcasts. They're made from double brush poly, and they are when I use the word modest, they don't show off the hoo-ha area. My anatomy, okay, is not shown off in these leggings, and that's because they fit easily enough. In the class, when we recommend that you use such stretchy fabric and that you add no negative ease, that is also something that helps with the modesty issue. Oh, and Paula says it depends on how thick the, thick the fabric is. Absolutely. That's, a, that's another great Another very, very important um, 
element to wearing leggings is pants, okay? So uh, if you, if you want to do that. And something that ZD says in the class is she says, um, if you think the fabric might be too thin, it probably is. You know, so there's there's knits out there that, you know, aren't meant to be worn. Well, I don't know. <laughs> you see all sorts of pictures. And thanks to Lynn Woodward for posting some excellent camel toe uh, examples there. <laughs> Those were pretty, pretty crazy. But what uh, I can't remember. Maybe Paula, I don't know if it was you who said, hey, these look a little more like underwear to me. Like, I... I think this fit is okay for underwear, you know, for, for something that maybe where you wouldn't see the crotch. Now, the other thing is Jennifer, and I know she can take all this, she made this test pair of leggings out of this, like, thinner yellow fabric. And so a light-colored fabric, the color, I think, can have a lot to do with it, too. A light-colored fabric will show more detail show more shadows i'm wearing my black double brush poly leggings and i like the way they look on me i don't feel exposed or anything but i probably wouldn't make them out of white or like light green double brush poly or light yellow because i think you would see my panty line then in these leggings you know uh paula says superhero perfect yes and then uh, i think it was is it greg who um who posted, and he's like, oh, you could paint on these, and da-da-da-da-da, and I must admit that when I first saw them, I was like, oh, this would be a perfect costume for something, and you could paint, and da-da-da-da-da. Oh, Riley says, can you stand up and show us? I, I'm, yeah, I think I can. I, I had, um, trouble getting my table in place this morning, though, so I don't know. My cords are a little messy, but I do want to tell you a story about my black double brush poly leggings. So I wore them to physical therapy. I'm in physical therapy for, like, pelvic uh, issues related to my pregnancy, and I'm having um, some pain in my pubic symphysis area and my SI joint, so my therapist has me do stretches and exercises, and she also does some soft tissue manipulation, meaning that I get a fabulous butt massage every time I go to physical therapy. <laughs> she, she works out the kinks that are in kind of like my hip area, my SI area, and she's wonderful at it. So anyway, she had me do child's pose, and I thought, oh, okay, I'll, you know, I'm, obviously I'll do what she tells me to do. And I do child's pose, and I'm very aware that I'm wearing these black leggings that I made out of double brush poly, which isn't like thick, 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 and I know that I am wearing light pink underwear, that the light pink fabric is printed with little black bows on it, and I thought, you know, I wonder if this is, uh, if this is showing through my leggings, I don't know, and so I, she didn't say anything because, uh, she's nice, <laughs> But I came home and I asked mom, I, I came up in the studio, she's working in the studio, and I just like dropped on the floor, did child's pose, tried to stretch these leggings out um, out over my butt, you know, to see. And I said, hey, can you see my underwear through these? And she said, no. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> so when, if you make the leggings like we tell you to in class with not very much negative ease, okay, and um, drawing your crotch curve uh, nice and generously, you won't overstretch your fabric. You won't overstretch a print, and you won't overstretch it so that it becomes sheer if you are moving about in your leggings, you know, so that's important. Um, the crotch curve that mom draws in the class 
is a good one, okay? Uh, and Jennifer, I haven't seen your pattern, and I don't, I'm not like picking on Jennifer or anything. Um, <laughs> Mom says she lied about my bows. No, you didn't. Okay. <laughs> uh, Jennifer was talking about her crotch curve, and like I said, I'm not picking on her. Okay. And if you draw the crotch curve, you know, too severely, what what you get in your pattern is a right angle, and then we tell you to curve it. Don't don't draw it too severely because that'll take away fabric. Okay, from around the crotch area, you can always take away fabric later, right? And the crotch curve is sewn after the inseams. Okay, so if you were to give yourself kind of a generous crotch curve, not too steep, okay. And then you put on the leggings and you had like some extra fabric and you took it up, you could transfer those alterations to your sloper afterwards. And that would help you to find the right crotch curve. And as Heather from Closet Case Files says in her ginger jeans pattern, everyone's crotch is a magical snowflake. The crotch on the leggings shouldn't be as difficult at all as like a regular pants crotch because we're making them out of stretchy fabric, you know, and they're leggings. They're not pants with a fly, blah, 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 okay? Oh, and Jennifer says she'll post a pic of her pattern after the broadcast. So, Jennifer, that would be so lovely. Um, and I may even ask you if I can use pictures of your leggings. I won't name you in like a blog post, and you can say no if you want to. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, uh, but I, I really, I have a lot of faith in this class because we made leggings for four different, I say we, mom, she drafted everybody's pattern, at the Common Threads Baby Lock Blogger event. And she, uh, she made these for people, and two of them came the next day, and they were wearing the leggings as pants. They were made out of a cotton lycra that is not very thick. It's not it's not like a real spongy and it did not look immodest or or gross or uh, like I wasn't seeing everybody's hoo-ha, okay? Their anatomy. Uh, I wasn't seeing their labia, okay? Um <laughs> So anyway, um so just um just keep that in mind. Now, if it's your preference to have your leggings going up your crotch like that, more power to you, okay? Um, but I think that we can, I think we can help. And Jennifer, I'd love to see a picture of your pattern. I, I really would. And yeah, so, oh, and Julian, yes, thank you for asking. He says, okay, when I work to bake mine, will the crotch area be different since I'm a guy? Thinking these could be made into a pair of long underwear too. Okay, guys have, um, you know, there, there are, there's different genitalia that everyone can have, right? And it's not always, just to get a little graphic here, it's not always so different from the distribution of like fat and muscle in other areas. So if you are a person who has um, like a penis and testicles and you're going to make leggings for yourself, do make sure and account for that. And when you put that book in your crotch or the yoga block or the ruler and when you watch the leggings class, you'll know what I mean, get that junk up there. Okay, and include that, right? Uh, you you want to, or don't hold the book, don't hold the book too snug up to your actual pubic bone. Okay, allow the allow the anatomy in there. Allow that genitalia to be comfortably accommodated. Okay, <laughs> for those of you just joining. <laughs> 
you're welcome. Allow that, uh, allow anything between your legs to be comfortably accommodated. Put that book there, um, put that yoga block there, whatever, and then measure that. And yeah, mom says, that's what the book is for, Julian. Uh, and Sandy says, don't lift and separate unless you want to, okay? <laughs> and then also for gentlemen who might be wearing the leggings, if you want to wear them like as leggings, like you're going to work out in them, you're going to run in them or something like that, you you might wear different undergarments during exercise than you do during your everyday. So wear those. Uh, <laughs> we were, I don't know, I won't say who I was talking to about this, but she was talking about how her husband had just gotten new underwear to work in. He works outside. He uh, has like a construction job. And these underwear have like a pouch that sort of like does sort of like lift, you know, everything up and holds it a little bit away from the body, but like reduces chafing, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, when you wear that kind of underwear, that's going to look different than if you wear a pair of like, you know, boxers, okay? And, it, and so things might fit you a little differently. So Julian, I hope that answers your question, and I'd love to see your leggings. Um, but yeah, leggings aren't quite as common to be worn out and about for men, and I think partially it's because uh, of the you know, more voluminous genitalia uh, <laughs> issue. <laughs> but anyway, um, <clears throat> that's what you do, <clears throat> Julian. And Julian also said, like, that maybe he would wear these as long underwear. Or I know, like, my dad wears leggings to run um, and to bike. And they're, like, compression leggings, okay? And then my husband is super he's, – <laughs> he's very modest <laughs> – like he doesn't even like to walk around like without a shirt on in front of like not me okay you know so he's pretty modest so when he runs and stuff if he wears like long underwear or leggings or something like that he always has uh like shorts over his leggings and mom says she developed this leggings technique this drafting technique when she had to make leggings for teenage boys it was for the all men's show choir at the high school that I went to, but it wasn't while I was there. It was while my sisters were there. And they did men in tights, and she had to make tights for these guys, okay? And she didn't want them to be, like, pantyhose. They had to be green, of course, for men in tights. And these tights uh, were basically leggings, you know? And so that's how she drafted them, okay? So anyway, oh, everyone's talking about their, their uh, modest or... I don't know. I would almost call my husband like skittish about his body. <laughs> I'm so immodest about mine and I'll, you know, walk around outside uh, naked and everything around our property. So anyway. All right. Well, Glenda just joined and she really um, missed out on some good talk. Okay. So yeah, that's leggings. And Jennifer, I'd love to see a picture of your pattern. Like you said, I'm sure you've posted it. You're real good about that. And if you have not ordered the leggings class yet, you can do so at sewhere.com slash leggings. Uh, the class is available right away. There are lots of printable materials, and I believe that's actually my, um, I think on Wednesday, that's my live broadcast topic, is what you can print out for the leggings. And I'm doing this for Lonnie because she told me that she like had a question about the EZT class at some point, and uh I was like, oh, well, that's in the outline. She's like, oh, there's there's no printable outline. 
the first the first module of the class is all audio. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so anyway, we've included a lot of printable materials with this class. And a couple of people have like complimented or said thank you for doing that. And I'm I'm happy that we included them too. I think they will be helpful. Uh, there's a there's a um there's a drafting sheet, the big drafting sheet, which I need to make work for the Australian people. I'm working on that. Uh, there's a drafting sheet. There's a big master supply list of just like all the stuff that you could need for leggings class. There is a like an outline, like a course outline, sort of an overview, okay, that you can read before watching all the videos, okay? And there is a um, a pattern labeling sheet as well so that when you trace off your sloper at different times in your life or for different purposes or for different pattern hacks or whatever, you can put that labeling sheet in a baggie uh, with your traced pattern pieces and have all the information that you need there. And I think that might be it for printable stuff. So anyway, I am uh, doing, okay. And then Sandy said she just got a call back from Staples and they told me they couldn't print it. That's where I got mine printed. I know you're in Canada, um, Sandy, but that I really, I, yeah, I got mine print. I got mine printed at Staples. Like I didn't even talk to them. I, <laughs> I, I uploaded my file, and this is the funny thing. Megan, who just compliment, uh, commented and said, thanks for working on the drafting sheet for the Australians and New Zealanders. Um, when I uploaded my file to Staples, like, I uploaded it, and it's in portrait, and their, like, format was in landscape, and it was going to, like, let me print it like that. It was just going to let me print you know, not all of the paper. It did not give a care uh, what was <laughs> what was actually fitting on the paper. So anyway, I what is so confusing for me as the class designer is this AO uh, size is listed as a different size in different places on the internet. And, like, when I looked at uh, the Ginger Jeans PDF, which I printed on little sheets of paper. I didn't get a copy shop version. But when I looked at her PDF, she says, a 36-inch by 48-inch AO file that can be printed via copy shop. And so I was like, okay, 36 inches by 48 inches is not exactly AO. But what we did was we extended the grid out so that it would accommodate that 36 by 48 inches. And then we hoped that those of you who were maybe working with a smaller file size would just be able to boop, put it up into a file uploader and that they would uh, print it. And some of the sides would get cut off, but that was okay because it's just a grid. It's not actual pattern pieces, right? Anyway, so this is what we are working on. And then Kim says, is the graph sheet available to print at home? No, it's not. I really don't think I maybe I'm wrong about this. I really don't think it would be worth it for you to for for us to make a a, a graph sheet that you would print off onto individual pieces of paper and print out. I would really just tape together like two pieces of uh butcher paper or tracing paper or something like that. So I I really would not um 
I, I wouldn't do that. And then Lonnie says, love the big drafting sheet, but printing seems like it's going to be $7. Yeah, mine was $7. You don't have to use this drafting sheet, just so you know. It is not absolutely necessary. We just thought it would be useful <laughs> or, or like a good option because in the EZT class, I showed drafting my sloper onto um, tracing paper that was on top of a grid like a gridded cutting mat and a few people are like, oh, I don't have a gridded cutting mat. So I'm just trying to offer an alternative here. The other thing is if, you know, if you do have like wrapping paper that's got the inches on the back or just any type of grid, it just helps you keep everything square. <laughs> Lonnie says, but it's so pretty. Thank you. I think the drafting sheet's pretty too. But I, I don't know. I would have to, I don't have a designer right now who I know of who could, um, put the PDF into print at home. And it was it was a little bit of an investment. This is not something I felt good, uh, felt comfortable doing with my limited graphic design skills. And so I hired somebody to do this and it did cost us, you know, a bit of money to have a designer do this, you know. Uh, so, you know, got to keep that in mind that, uh, that that is something that that does that does increase you know like our uh, operating costs there a little bit. Now it's a one time fee, but anyway, uh, we're gonna work and make sure that everybody can print. But yeah, that's that's part of my confusion. And actually, just so you all know, a lot of you are like, oh, you U.S. people, you need to get on inches or get on metric, you know, get off inches. The graphic designer I used is based out of Spain, and I presented her with this conundrum about, like, the two different paper sizes existing on online as I researched printing options, and she was like, I don't, I am not exactly sure either, and she thought this solution would work. But anyway, I have emailed her, and I'm going to see if she can get me a cropped file that'll work for you people who are outside of the U.S., and like I said, it shouldn't, shouldn't be too terribly difficult to do that. Um... But also, like I said, I got mine printed at Staples, and it was not um, it was not hard uh, for me. And I know Stephanie has had hers printed out too, I believe. And she says she paid nine dollars. I think mine was seven thirty two or seven nineteen or something like that. So uh, you don't have to have it. It is nice. It has a, a bold center line that you use to draft off of. It has front and back marked on it already, and it also includes the measuring sheet on the drafting sheet so that you don't have to write down your measurements separately if you don't wish to. So anyway, keep that in mind. Uh, if you would like to order the leggings class and get it in on the fun and draft yourself a pair of perfect leggings, go to sewhere.com slash leggings, and I will see you all on Wednesday and Thursday this week at 9 a.m. Have an awesome day. If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last self-sewn.